Good evening. You're listening to the Hashtag Love for Lit podcast, where you will hear us dissect literature and make connections to today's ever-changing world. This is episode 11, and I am Imani. In this unit, we focused on the casualties of war. We covered many texts and poetry by Thomas Hardy, John Betjeman, Ralph Waldo, William Shakespeare, and many others. Throughout this unit, we focused on how war can not only impact people's lives, but leave us to question if it is worth it to risk our lives for the sake of our country. What is war? Such a simple question, but it correlates to many definitions. When we analyze war, we tend to think about our history and how the conflicts between different countries arose. America has been known to be an imperialistic country. And besides drafting up or signing treaties and declarations, they've involved themselves in many situations that led up to the conclusion of war. The causes of war can be to expand their territory, gain natural resources, nationalism, increase diversity, gain economic profits, and even revenge maybe. Because of these involvements, many people are forced to deal with the effects of war, which include long-term physical and mental harm to children and adults. Many soldiers decide to participate and sign themselves up into the military because they have no other way of providing for their families. I think that many people join the military for reasons such as financial help or to experience the behind-the-scenes action. Since our country is always looking for more recruitment, it is not entirely difficult to be selected for the service. In the poem, The Man He Killed by Thomas Hardy, he gives us insight into his perspective on war and he feels that you are challenged to protect yourself at all costs, no matter the damages that are left behind. In war, you're bound to come in contact with people who are normal just like yourself. But both of y'all have a job to attain, and that's where reality sets in, sadly. You can't be distracted by the what-ifs in the back of your mind because at the end of the day, it's either your life or theirs. Hardy can be considered a casualty of war because it wasn't his intention to terminate one's life. Being part of the military can cause you to be ready for things that you didn't sign up for. In the back of your mind, you tend to think about what you've seen in the movies or in TV shows, but you don't think heavy about what you've seen because you aren't really there to grasp what is going on around you. One line from the poem that stood out to me was was when he said, I shot him dead because, because he was my foe. It's sad to say that the only reason you are enemies with the opposing side is because of the war going on and not by choice. Until you are in the same position as those characters, then is when you realize it's gory, chaotic state. In Westminster Abbey by John Betjeman, 
the background revolved around the war going on between Germany and his country, England. The poem was written in the form of a prayer as he asked God to protect his empire and the people. Benjamin expresses his fear and how he wishes to avoid being bombed. His concerns were in regard to the lives of innocent people because he didn't want his country to suffer from any trouble or casualties. Overall, he did not want his country to become divided or taken advantage of. And I'd say this is an example of nationalism because with nationalism, you're taking pride in your country. And he emphasized the fact that England is home to many positivities and he didn't want his home country to be terminated or sold to someone else due to a war that it's possible they can lose to. Okay, so <laughs> enough of all the negativity. I'm pretty sure the point has been made and it is difficult to think about how the casualties of war truly impact the lives of people. Even though Thomas Hardy and John Betjeman are pessimistic about this topic, let's move forward and talk about people who challenge these ideas. The world seems to want millennials' perspectives rather than always depending on adults. I believe that's fair because it's important for the youth to be able to stand up for what they believe in, no matter who's listening, no matter what the audience is. Everyone has the right to their opinion. Ralph Waldo spoke highly about young men and how they can assist on improving the nation's view of war. Many people, older I should say, they they won't be here forever. In fact, no one lives forever, but the youth has a longer lifespan than adults. Because we are younger, we can assist in ways adults no longer can. That is why we're the main target for recruitment, always. Waldo's attitude towards the idea of young men defending their nation's freedom, I'd say it's positive because he shows off a serious and sympathetic attitude to the whole situation. He understands what the youth is going through. He understands what's going through the youth's minds because... Adults were once kids too, you know. They've just gotten a little bit older, but that's all. He understands that the youth are trying to live and enjoy their young, happy lives. Throughout the poem, Waldo expressed his concerns for the country and how the lack of youth's attendance in the situation impacts the nation as a whole. He developed this point that even though it seems to be a tough task at hand, the only thing that should be considered is fighting for your country. Also, if all is to fail, and let's hope that it doesn't, at least you died trying to fulfill a job that was heroic. You will be remembered. All of this convincing and persuasion allows the youth to make their final decision as to whether or not they'll join. His words weren't to pressure them. Nah, his words weren't to pressure the youth. But he just wanted them to understand that their country does need them and their strength. Now, to be honest, my favorite text out of this whole entire unit was by Shakespeare. 
I know that his writing is very what confusing, unpredictable, or even difficult to understand at times. Trust me, I know, and I know we all know that. But I think that's why I enjoy them. The piece we focused on was Henry V, aka Henry V. Now, the background of this piece was that England was about to go into war with the French for the Battle of Agincourt. King Henry, the ruler of England, he lacked an army because, you know, they didn't have enough people. But the French outnumbered them. Like, they, they tripled the amount of people that they had on their army. However, despite not having a large army, King Henry was encouraging and inspiring those who were willing to stay and fight with him. Shakespeare used pathos in his speech that was given by King Henry to help get rid of any worry or uncertainty the soldiers might have been undergoing. After getting rid of the negative energy by allowing those who did not want to participate in the battle, he managed to convince his troops that they will all be in this together. Whatever happens, happens. Because the overall goal was to face the challenge as an army, as a brotherhood, together, instead of just being by yourself. Continuing to look on the bright side of things, Henry reminded his troops that the blood, sweat, and tears of their ambition and determination will leave scars on their backs that they will treasure. When future generations come to exist, they will be thankful for the rich history and they can recite these accounts to their future generations so that the story is alive and it will continue to be alive. Shakespeare felt that it was important to honor those who have participated in any forms of war because without them, there will be no one protecting us. There will be no one protecting us from outside the barriers. The outcome of war has severely impacted the state of mind of many people, and that is something no one will understand except those who have been in the same position or the people themselves who have participated in it. You know, war is indifferent and war is unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen or what you will have to do to make sure that you are one of the last few that is standing. It is important that the youth are given a choice to make their own decisions, that their response will be free-willed rather than giving a response that is wanted. And it is also important to think about Veterans Day and how we don't give those who have fought or aided in the war enough credit. Thank you for listening to the hashtag love for lit podcast stay tuned for our next exciting episode remember that everyone has a voice to be heard and that they have the right to express themselves it is up to us to pay attention and listen bye